This year I've realized just how desperately the world needs to hear the gospel. You know, the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, everywhere you turn, you find people that are in need of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control, all the fruits of the spirit. And as a child of God, I have found all of those things through Jesus. But what I'm sad to see is that so many others have not found it and they're desperately searching for it in all of the wrong places. Now, I, I take it upon myself as my personal responsibility and duty to share with others what I have found. Not through judgment, not through sprinkling my own opinion all over it, and not through condemnation, but simply doing it as Jesus did and as he instructed me to do. So on this international podcast today, I simply want to share the need for the gospel and hopefully motivate you to share the gospel along the way. Praise the Lord, everyone, and thank you for joining me again for Angel Reads the Bible. The goal of this podcast is simple, to share the pure word of God with you without all of the complicated stuff. After all, Romans 10, 17 tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So let's explore the word of God together. Back in 2019, I decided to go ahead and give podcasting a try. I randomly recorded a few episodes, try to get into a swing, see if I like it, and then decide from there whether or not I wanted to continue on. Thankfully, at the end of 2019, I realized that, yes, I do like podcasting, and now I actually have to take some time to get good at it. So in February 2020, I attended the Spark Christian Podcasters Conference. It was the first Christian Podcasters Conference of its kind in the United States. I was excited to be there, and I just learned so much. At the conference, one of the keynote speakers was Rob Kirkpatrick from Focus on the Family. And his keynote changed my whole life and perspective on podcasting when he broke down how God used language to create. He simply stated, in the beginning was the word. And I was like, mind blown, because he's right. In the beginning was the word. And God used this word to create. And God gave us his word to share the gospel. In order to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, we first need to know what that gospel is. So the word gospel means good news. Therefore, the gospel of Jesus Christ is the good news of knowing that Jesus came, died on the cross for the forgiveness of sins, and rose again after three days, is seated at the right hand of the Father for us to join him in heaven for all eternity. That's it. That's all. And so while people are out here looking for love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, etc., we need to share with them this gospel of Jesus Christ so that they can experience these things through him. 
And we are commissioned to share the gospel. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I even started this podcast. I say it in my intro that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So my goal is simple. I want to share the pure word of God with you so that your faith may be established. So how do I know that I have a responsibility to share the gospel? Well, it comes from Jesus himself in Mark chapter 16, verses 14 through 20, where he shares the great commission with the 11 remaining disciples. You see, this takes place after he died on the cross and rose from the dead. And it says, Later he appeared to the eleven as they sat at the table, and he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs. Amen. The world needs to hear this gospel from me and from you because it is through us that they believe, that they get baptized, that they will be saved. It is through us that they can be set free from demons and that they can receive their heavenly language. And it is through us that they can recover from sickness by the laying on of hands. And in the book of John, chapter 14, at verse 12, Jesus says to his disciples, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. So because Jesus had to go to his Father, he had to leave us something to do the works that he did in the earth, because he was no longer with us. And then he goes on to say that we will do greater works. Have you wrapped your mind around first the things that Jesus did? Like he walked on water. He delivered people of demonic spirits. He rose people from the dead. You can do those things. And when he says greater works, can you then go on to wrap your mind around greater works? Now, I teach the children in my church, and this is a fun topic to explore with them when I've sat with them to say, okay, let's think about the greater works that you could possibly do that Jesus never did. Tell me, what comes to mind? And so they'll start to brainstorm. And I remember one time when we were having this conversation, one of the students said, oh, maybe you could have like super speed, like flash, you know, the superhero flash. Or you could teleport like Sonic the Hedgehog, how he goes through portals. And I stopped and I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? That's some good stuff. And funny enough, we have examples of those two very things happening in the Bible. 
if you take a look in the book of Acts in chapter eight, we have Philip and he is speaking to um, a eunuch Ethiopian. And um, I'm just going to read it. Acts chapter eight, verse 26 through 40. It says, now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip saying, arise and go toward the south along the road, which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all of her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning. And sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake this chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. So I have to pause right there. In verse 29, it says, go near and overtake the chariot. And in verse 30, it says, Philip ran to him. So Philip was on foot while the Ethiopian man was in a chariot. Chariots don't go at a walking speed. So I'm already convinced that Philip had to have some super speedy legs, like go super fast, like flash, in order to not only catch up, but overtake the chariot. Anyway, continuing on, Philip says to him, do you understand what you are reading? And he said, how can I, unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him in the chariot. Now, if we go on to verse 34, the eunuch says to Philip, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Philip preached the gospel to him. Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? So we see this commission taking place in Philip's life. He shared the gospel. He's done greater works than Jesus already by like moving at the speed of light, <laughs> I'm going to say. I know I'm stretching it a little bit. And now he's going to baptize. So verse 37, then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him. Now, when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azotus and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. So here we have it. Philip was teleported to Azotus, and hopefully I'm saying that word right, but we've experienced a witness of teleportation in the book of Acts after Jesus. And you see what happens here? Like when Philip saw that he was in Azotus, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. It seems to me that Philip had already wrapped his mind around the fact that he'd do greater things than Jesus. And so it didn't really surprise him that he was suddenly transported somewhere new. He just continued to do the work he was commissioned to do and preach in all the cities. In preaching the gospel, there is a very important tool that we need to have in our arsenal 
to complement our spread of the gospel. And we find this tool in Acts 1, verses 4 through 8. And it says, And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem. This is Jesus talking to the disciples. But to wait for the promise of the Father, which, he said, you heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Children of God, believers, Christians, however you identify yourself, you need the power of the Holy Spirit in order to be a witness of Jesus Christ. And I know that you are a relevant and necessary part of the spread of this gospel because it hasn't reached the ends of the earth just yet. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Angel Reads the Bible. If so, please like, subscribe, and share. And join us next time for another episode. No matter what I share with you here, be sure to get connected to a good Bible-based church where you can get the mentorship and leadership you need on your faith journey. Last but not least, check out www.angelreadsthebible.com for more. I love you and I pray that you are blessed.